It's a great time to finish our series on Google Keep, considering the snow that's outside and the bitter cold, at least that's what we're experiencing where I am. I'm sure that's the case all around the Midwest and the East now. So let's roll into our second part of our two-part series on Google Keep. If you remember in episode 0008, we learned the basics of Google Keep. We took a little bit of a break. We covered a lot of news that occurred last week. Well, we're gonna come back today and we're gonna finish up that two-part series and we're gonna show you some advanced features of Google Keep. And I'm going to do that with an example. And the example is, how do I prepare my show notes for the Pixel Power Podcast? At the end of the show, I want to run through the past week's news. I was surprised at how much news there actually was given the amount of news the previous week. As I mentioned last time, Google Keep is a great place to store information, store your task list, store checklists, you can store images, you can store audio notes, you can even store drawings if you're using your Pixel phone or if you have a Pixel book with a pen. So what I want to do now is roll through the phases of me creating my show notes for the Pixel Power podcast, because as we roll through those, you'll see that I do use some of the advanced features. I've got these this kind of broken down into areas. We'll talk about capturing ideas, organizing my thoughts, show notes preparation, and then we'll talk about how we share Google Keep content on other apps. So if we go back to the very beginning, let's uh, talk a little bit about capturing ideas. Now I use all three Google Keep platforms to capture ideas. I use the Chrome OS app, which by the way is very good and I, I highly recommend that. On the Pixelbook, you could download the Android app, but I do prefer the Chrome OS native app and I would recommend that. Of course, on my Pixel phone, I do download the Android app. And then I also use the web browser when I'm not on one of these devices and wanna have access to my notes. And I use all three of them, depending on where I am, to capture notes and ideas. For instance, for the Pixel Power podcast, if I have an inspiration, I'll grab a device, again, no matter where I am, and I will add that to a note that I have created. And I have two major notes created right now to help with the show. One of those is the specific episode I'm working on, I will actually have a note created. So for this episode 0010, episode 10, I actually created a Google Keep note to start collecting thoughts about what I wanted to discuss in this episode. I also have another note that is just general Pixel Power podcast thoughts. What, what might we want to cover during a show? And so I have that note created to capture those ideas as they hit me. So how do I kind of capture those notes in Google Keep. Well, as we learned last, last time, there are a lot of ways that you can capture notes uh, and there are different types of notes as I even alluded to at the beginning of the show. Before I get started though, let me talk about the Google Keep settings because they can make things easier for you. And there's a few things that I think will make Google Keep a little more productive for you. The first one is if you go to Google Keep and you uh, look for the settings, you generally in the upper right hand corner, you're going to find one of the first settings that you find is where new notes are placed. I always have new notes placed at the top of the list. This preserves the chronological order of the 
actions from newest to lowest. So it lets me know what's the most recent thing I've added and what's the oldest thing I've added at the bottom. It's a preference. You may want your notes to be organized in reverse chronological order. The other thing that you will notice in the Google Keep settings are notifications. For notes, as we mentioned last time, you can have a notification or a reminder and you can set the times that these notifications will occur. My mornings are starting at 7 a.m. I have afternoon setting. Yes, there's an afternoon setting for 1 p.m. And then my evening notifications will occur at 7 p.m. So go in and check those settings and see that those are set the way that you want them. You can also enable sharing of notes. I highly recommend if you're collaborating. I actually have that turned on. And then a little feature that I really like, it's display rich links. And it's at the bottom of your settings area. As you add a URL to a note, it'll give you just like a little mini preview at the bottom of the note. You still have your URL in the note itself, but then you also have this little mini preview and you can display all of those. And again, it will grab all of the URLs in the note. The other thing I highly encourage you to do while you are in Google Keep, and this is on all, uh, on all devices where you have a keyboard attached, is learn those keyboard shortcuts. If you go to settings and uh, hit keyboard shortcuts, you'll be presented with a screen that shows you all the shortcuts. They can save you a lot of time, and I found several of them uh, to be very useful. Uh, one, actually, I will share a little bit later. What does my collecting of information look like as I'm preparing for the Pixel Power podcast? So there's two phases of the Pixel Power podcast, as you know. We have our news, where I collect uh, the latest news, what's going on that uh, you might be interested in as a listener. But then I also usually have a focus on a specific topic. So let me talk about the news collection. For news collection, I use a feed reader. I use Feedly, and I have several RSS feeds that go out there and, and kind of scour the, the internet for me, looking for uh, information about Pixel phones, uh, Pixel uh, books, and just general Google-related news. Every evening, I scour those feeds, and if I find something I think might be something I want to mention in a show, what I will do is I will grab that URL, and I'll add it to a Google Keep note. In of itself, that sounds like there's a lot of work there, but I've done something on a couple of different devices that make that pretty easy. Of course, you can capture the URL from a feed reader, and that's quite easy to do, uh, and or you can share the URL if you're on a mobile app, with Google Keep. But what I do is I use the split screen feature of my Pixel phone and my Pixel book. Uh, as you know, if we fold our screens back over our keyboards, we get a tablet UI for our Pixel books. It's actually quite creative and useful. You can have two open windows. And so I will have Feedly opened on the left side and I will have Google Keep with a specific note I want to enter information to on the right side. And then it's easy just to copy and paste that information from that uh, Feedly over to the Google Keep. On the phone, I can do the same thing. I can split view, put one on the top, one on the bottom, and I can copy that. There's also another thing that you can do if, if you're in a hurry and you don't have time to do the split view. If I'm just browsing my feeds or I see something in the news, I can use the share feature on my Pixel phone and I can share that with Google Keep and make a unique note and then I can integrate that unique note later. Split view, think of split view as a great way to browse the information that you're looking at and then copy that into a Google Keep note. And it works really well. Other ways that you can get information into your Google Keep note is the Chrome Keep extension. Make sure you grab that if you're gonna use Google Keep. It's great, you can capture an entire page URL, you can capture a section on a page. Interesting, when you highlight a section on a page, it doesn't grab the image and copy that to the note. 
So there are some things I would like to see Google Keep do better. One of them is if I highlight text and images and say share that or capture that to Google Keep, please capture it all, not just the text. So that's a bit of a, a pain in the neck sometimes, but we, we work over it. And honestly, I don't do a lot of image capturing right now. Uh, most of the uh, items that I'm trying to capture are text-based. So it's okay for now, but I, I do hope that they fix that. On the Pixel phone, there's lots of really cool ways that you can capture information and in notes. And I'm actually picking up my Pixel phone as I say this. But if you look at the Google Keep icon on your Pixel phone and you long tap, which means just hold it until the other menu comes up, you'll notice that you get some new options. You can quickly, from the Google Keep icon itself, without actually loading the app, capture a new audio note, and so that'll be a recording of your voice. A new photo note, you can take a picture, it'll capture that picture to a Google note. A new list, if you need to create a check list, you also have the option to create a new note. And then uh, you can break out those menu items and make them unique on the launcher. So let's say you use uh, new audio notes all the time, you can break that out from that launcher menu and make it a separate menu so you only tap once and you can save that note. Pixel phone users and Android phone users are of course familiar with widgets. There are two types of widgets available for Google Keep. There is a note list widget and there's a quick capture widget. The note list widget gives you options to capture all of those types of notes, audio note, photo note, list note that I mentioned above, but it'll also show you a list of notes by label. So for instance, in my case, I can have that list be all of the notes with the Pixel Power Podcast label. You may want to create a note list that's health-related or maybe family-related or work-related. And then on top of that, it does allow you to have buttons to create a quick standard note, a checkbox note, a voice note on the uh, mobile app, as we talked last time, a drawing note, which is kind of cool, and the photo note. The quick capture includes everything that I just mentioned minus the note list. So if you wanna use the quick capture widget, you just won't have the note list. That to me, there's really no difference between the quick capture and the long press on the Google Keep icon. So I'm not sure there's a need for that, but whatever your preference, that's a great thing. And that's the thing that we love about our Pixel phones is that it gives us options. We're not tied to any specific way to do things. All right, so how do you organize your thoughts? So I throw a bunch of stuff in a note. And uh, usually about Friday or Saturday, Saturday, I start thinking about, oh my goodness, I've got to record on Sunday because I do try and record these on Sunday. First thing I do with my notes is I add a label. As a reminder, you can create labels obviously by using the settings at the bottom of our Google Keep page, but you can also create and tag a note with a label simply by using a hashtag followed by the tag name that you want. So keep that in mind, that's really handy and it's quick. You can also, to help organize your Google Keep notes, you can add a color. I like to have all of my Pixel Power Podcast notes in blue, and it just helps me quickly visualize which ones are related to the podcast. Between that and the label, I can usually do a quick search and find everything I need. So if I've capture, captured a lot of random notes uh, throughout the week and wasn't able to get them all within a single note, I can at least pull those up, search for those quickly, and start to combine those. And that's very helpful. You can also drag and drop. I think we talked a little bit about that last time. So if you want to drag and drop notes around so that they're all together and organized, you can do that. And don't forget, you can pin your notes towards the top. All of my podcast 
Google Keep Notes are pinned to the top so I can find those because every week I'm going to do something with them. The other thing I like is if you're within a note, many people don't know this, but if you have checkboxes selected, so every new item you create is a checkbox, you can actually indent one level. Again, it's only a single level, but what I do is I typically create a new large area. So the first one might be episode information. Another one might be news. And then underneath that, I can start to capture or collect items. And if I use my finger, if I'm on mobile or if I'm on my pixel book uh, with the touchscreen, I can drag that over and indent one level. You can also use control closed bracket, which is a very handy keystroke to indent if you are on a pixel device with a keyboard. Uh, hopefully Google Keep, if the developers are out there, hey, can I get can I get a couple more? Because generally what happens is I, uh, one indention is not enough for me as I'm organizing my thoughts. Now I have all of those notes and now I've got to somehow get them into a Google Doc. As you should know by now, and if you don't know, you need to go to the website, all of the show notes for the shows are placed in a Google Doc. And I get more refined editing capabilities in a Google Doc. I just like having it in a Google Doc at some point. If I ever want to do something else with it, I can export it as a PDF. I can export it as Word. So how do I get that information from a Google Keep note into a Google Doc? Well, there is a general feature in Google Keep where you can say, send this Google Keep note, a single note, to a Google Doc. What it does is it takes the information out of the Google Keep Note, creates a brand new Google Doc, so then you can load that. It'll actually load that up for you, uh, and then you can start to edit and massage that data. I don't like to do that because I have a template I have created for the show notes. If, if you Again, if you've seen them, uh, there's a lot of color. There's a lot of labeling. There is... Um, sections and styles, and I've got graphics occasionally that I put in there. So just in embedding it is not a great way so for me to, to do this. So I always start with a template. It's generally what I'm doing is just copying the previous week's episode, uh, that Google Doc into a new one, and then bringing the Google Keep information into the new doc. It works well. The other thing that is really cool, though, is you can actually have Google Keep opened at the same time that you have a Google Doc open. Now, you may be saying, well, of course you can, Stephen. All you have to do is have some Windows. No, this is without Windows. If you load up Google Doc and you look to the right side, you're going to see a right side panel. If you look on the panel, you're actually going to find a Google Keep button. It'll be sitting there along with the Google Calendar and the Google Tasks. As far as I know, those are the only three things that reside in that right side panel right now. But if you click on the Google Keep, it's really pretty cool. You'll get the right hand panel will expand to the left and you will see your most recent notes. Now, what's really cool is if you actually create a new note, new Google Keep note within that document that you've created, that note will always be associated with that document. So if you open up that document, that Google Keep note, when you click the Google Keep icon, will always be first and foremost right there. So it's a great way if you're long form writing and you want to remind yourself to uh, maybe research an area or you've got something that you want to remember, but you don't want to add it in the document, you can have that Google Keep uh, note right there and handy. It really is a wonderful way to research and I've been using it more and more, not only with the podcast, but in my 
day-to-day uh, -day work as well. So when you have that Google Keep sidebar open, if you want to pull information from it, you can actually drag that note right into your Google Doc and it will dump all of that information in there. Now again, you do have access to all of your Google Keep notes within that right-hand sidebar. So you can look and search for any note and bring that information in. You don't have to drag all of the Google Keep uh, note into the document. You can, of course, copy and paste single items as well. I tend to do a lot more copying of single items than I do a whole Google Keep note, but there have been occasions where I have captured uh, maybe a quick URL. I've been able to find that in that Google Keep sidebar, and I would just drag that right into Google Docs. Again, pretty handy. Give that a shot. Let me know what you think about it uh, by sending me an email or using our Google group. I'd love to hear if anybody else is using the feature. We've kind of talked about some of those advanced features of Google Keep and using it with other applications. I also want to share something that I just used uh, just this past week. Sometimes when you're in Google Keep, especially on mobile. So I'm going to talk about when you're on your phone. You're in Google Keep on your phone. You've got an app and you really want to do some more long form writing on it. Some of us like to use our Google Pixel phones to uh, actually do some writing. Uh, there is a way that you can take a Google Keep note and get it into a tool that's more suited for long form writing, like the uh, mobile version of Word. I personally like IA Writer. It's a great markdown editor. And you can use the Pixel Share feature to send your Google Keep text directly to any app. If you want to send it as an email, text, Slack, social media, as I said, I like IA Writer. I can dump all of that right to that application and I can work on that text. It's a great way to use Google Keep to start text and then maybe you want to flesh everything out there and then when it's all done, you want to send that in an email instead of composing an email and maybe use some of the, the tools that are built into Google Keep. So some final thoughts about Google Keep. I think Google Keep is an excellent tool. I moved from Evernote. I am finding new ways to use Google Keep. I will tell you, I spend a lot of time in labels. I spend a lot of time categorizing the data, coloring the data. I do use, as I mentioned, Google Keep a lot with Google Docs, and I have notes specifically assigned to specific Google Docs, and that's been very handy. There are some things I wish they would change, and I've mentioned those, some features I wish uh, would come. One of the biggest things I really wish they would do is allow us to modify the width of our Google Keep notes. Sometimes it seems a little constricted to me to be in that little window or that little that little sheet that they put, but it's fine. Am I happy I dumped Evernote and started using Google Keep? I am because I don't have a annual fee anymore. The other thing though that um, Evernote had that I do wish Google Keep would add is at least allowing us to add a PDF file and store that. I get that we store those in Google Drive and we can link to them. The, uh, obviously that's pretty easy. You share that, you add that share URL in that document, but it's a few extra steps. I'm hoping that maybe at some point the sharing of files or storing of files will be better in Google Keep. So there is Google Keep part two, part do, as I like to say, and uh, looking forward to your comments. What did I miss? Let me know what I missed. What more do you need to know? And I'd be happy to do a follow-up. But for now, I'm going to go back and uh, use Google Keep to pull up our news for the day. 
I have to tell you, I am a bit surprised at the amount of news that we have. I was not expecting after last week. I, we had a whole 20-minute show last week of newest items, and uh, we've got about three or four minutes left for the, our 20 minutes today. So let me see if I can mow through here and share with you some of the, the news that I thought was uh, useful and uh, I'm looking forward to. For instance, Google Fi. If you're a Google Fi user, congratulations. Google Fi uh, RCS support for text messaging is rolling out. It's bringing new chat features to text messaging, such as Wi-Fi text better group chat. You can see when your friends are typing. It's going to let you know when messages have been read. It's going to bring stickers. It's going to bring location sharing. And it's going to allow you to text on any device, including your Chrome browser. So if you are a Google Fi user, Google Fi RCS is here. It has rolled out. It only works right now between Google Fi users or, I, and, and this is an area I'm unsure, I don't believe any of the other carriers have adopted RCS. If I am wrong, please let me know. Send me an email or use a Google group to let me know. But right now it's working well with, uh, between my wife and I. We're both on Google Fi. So um, like the features that come with that. It's basically turning text messaging more into a chat uh, style application such as Hangouts. Google Fi users, as you know, we're kind of torn. Do we use Hangouts? Do we use Messages? What are we supposed to be using? I have since turned off Hangout support for text messaging, and uh, my wife and I still use Hangouts to stay in touch, but for basic general text messaging, I am using the Messages app now. So I'm doing that so that I can find out and learn more about uh, RCS text messaging. But so far, so good. I do have a video of the features that I've linked to in the show notes if you want to check it out. And it's Google's little promotional video about what RCS chat and tech support will bring to the phone. Android TV news, NVIDIA Shield Pro is gone. The NVIDIA Shield Pro, not NVIDIA TV, not the NVIDIA Shield TV altogether, but just the Pro version is being phased out. That's the version that includes a 500 gigabyte hard drive edition. I get why they do it. Uh, they are doing it. It's easier uh, for us just to add a USB drive or our own external drive to the NVIDIA Shield. Again, it's a great Android TV device. If you're looking for one, that is the premier Android TV device, but you will not be able to find the 500 gigabyte hard drive edition. Um, joystick version still available for just the NVIDIA Shield TV, and that's the version I have so you can play video games. In the Google Docs and Slides world, more material themed goodies are coming to Google Docs and Slides to clean up and make the interface a bit more consistent. For Google Docs, I mentioned last week the embedded drawings menu where you can embed a Google drawing into Google Docs. It is now appearing. It was not appearing for me last week. It's now appearing for me and does work as advertised in Google Docs. It is not currently working in slides. I'm hoping they bring that to slides because as I mentioned before, I do use Google Drawings quite a bit. And it does allow you the ability to embed a drawing into a Google document, update the drawing and open the source file directly within the document. It's a very welcome feature for me or anyone else that's using Google Drawing. We're starting to see some of the Waze features get injected into Google Maps. As you should know by now, both Waze and Google are Google products or Alphabet products. And we've seen some traffic data injected into Google Maps from Waze, but now we're going to see speed trap data. And we're also starting to see uh, speed limit rollouts from Waze roll into Google Maps for some geographic areas. It's not available for all. So as you're using Google Maps, uh, you will start to see some of those features. Be on the lookout for those speed traps and 
be aware of those speed limit indicators. For Wear OS, for those of you in the Android uh, watch, Wear OS watch phase, there's a new release, 2.3, no new features. Uh, my Tick Watch received that update almost the day it was announced. I was pleased for that. Seems to be bug fixes primarily. Also Wear OS, there's some news. Google purchased some undisclosed technology and personnel from Fossil. Fossil is another maker of Wear OS devices. Pretty popular from what we hear, as popular as a Wear OS device actually is. But they purchased the undisclosed technology and some of their personnel for about $40 million. A lot of speculation. What does that mean? Don't have a clue. I'm not going to speculate. Uh, I hope it's good news for Wear OS because I would really like to see uh, some new features in Wear OS end up on my Tick Watch. And again, Tick Watch is my preferred. I do not have a Fossil. Uh, so uh, the Tick Watch last week released some new versions of that with uh, some beefier processors. So if you're looking for one, I highly recommend Tick Watch. And I've got a link to that on the show notes. A little public service announcement. If you're a Chrome browser user and tried to load a site with Flash and uh, it didn't work and you saw some indicator that you needed to install something called the Flash Reader Chrome Extension, please don't. Turns out that the Flash Reader Chrome Extension is stealing credit cards. So check your browser now and see if you have anything that looks like Flash Reader Chrome Extension and get rid of it. And then the... Biggest news for last week was the Google Pixel 3 Light Leak. Evidently, there is a new version of the Google Pixel coming out, the 3 Lite. It has some interesting features to reduce that cost. It has a, a plastic back as opposed to the glass that we're used to on our Pixel phones. It's reported to have a slower Snapdragon 670. It's not a bad processor. Uh, it's, it's about a year old, maybe two years old. I'd have to go back and look. It's going to be an LCD screen, not OLED, is being reported. It's going to have four gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of storage. Uh, but it's going to retain the OG Pixel, the original Pixel phone cameras, which weren't bad cameras. And uh, that could be uh, a pretty good camera set in there, especially when you combine it with the new AI features that Google throws at that camera. Uh, I, most of you know I went from a Pixel to a Pixel 3 and uh, went from that camera to the Pixel 3 camera. And I was actually still pretty impressed with the images I was getting from my original Pixel. So that's some pretty good hardware to throw in a budget phone. The surprise, I think, for everybody was it's going to include a headphone jack. Cost is unknown. Not even going to speculate. We'll have to see what happens with cost. Uh, you can check out lots of sites online with information. Also, Pixel Phone users, you might see a $2 credit. Check the Google Play Store to see if you have some credit available. I did not. I'm a little disappointed, Google. I didn't get my $2 credit. But some of you out there may get free $2 to use in the Google Play Store. So again, check your, get on your Pixel phone, go to the Play Store and check it out. Also the Pixel phone, if you're updated to the latest beta version of the Google app, that's the portion of the app that when we all slide to the, or swipe right, we get the Google discovery. Um, if you are at the bottom and you use Google search, you will notice a couple extra buttons, or if you hold the button to activate your Google Assistant or the edges of your screen, you will notice that there are three new icons at the bottom. Uh, actually, two new icons. One of them has always been there. It's a microphone, but now you have quick access to Google Lens and you have quick access to the keyboard so you can type your request instead of saying it. I think those are welcome additions to the UI. I really appreciate those and uh, have already used the keyboard. I do tend to like to use my Google Assistant uh, and access it via keyboard because if you're in a room, 
it won't re if you use a keyboard it won't respond via voice it'll just give you the text on screen so that's pretty handy and again that's on the google app for your pixel phone and then lastly for this week if you miss the great black friday deals on pixel phones they're back uh, as of this morning they're 150 dollars off at both the google play store or at the, I'm sorry, not the Play Store, at the Google Store and also the Project Fi Store. I did check Project Fi and those are available. And uh, if you are a regular listener, you know that's how I snagged my Pixel 3 was at the $150 off. No other deals uh, at the Google Fi Store for activation, but still not a bad deal on that phone. Turns out we did go a bit long today, but we are going to wrap up this episode by reminding you that we do have a Google group available. It is available at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash community. You can find the link to join the Google group and get started in the conversation. We've had our first founding member has joined us and shared ways that he uses Google Home to run his business. I would encourage you to go visit that post. And thank you again, Thomas, for that. Also, be sure to leave your reviews at your favorite podcast client service. And remember that I am available via email at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com. I think it's time to go shovel some snow now.